this is the Push Up the Sun podcast. If you're looking to find your passion once again and find your joy, you know those things that make you want to push up your sun every day, well, you've come to the right place, so stick around. the day I'm recording is it's Friday. I love Friday. It's always a lot of fun. It's the kickoff of the weekend. <laughs> but for many of us, especially entrepreneurs, well, Friday's just another day because Saturday and Sundays are often work days, but that's not the big deal. Friday is still an exciting day. I love Friday. But today is not as important as it was yesterday. You see, yesterday was the day my dad would have been 98 years old. Now, my dad died about 20 years ago. And the amazing thing over the past 20 years is I've learned a lot more about my dad than maybe I knew when he was alive. You see, my dad has a really interesting story. And he really didn't talk about it much because for him, it was just life. But it's a pretty interesting and important story because it explained a lot about my dad that I didn't understand when he was alive. My dad grew up in a time where there weren't a lot of family services out there. It wasn't organized to support people in need like they were today. So my dad grew up in a family that had many siblings and his dad was a cement worker. His mom took care of the house. When my dad was four years old, His dad, my grandfather, my grandpa, put in a new driveway for one of the neighbors. Now, as the story goes, the neighbor came home drunk one night, drove in the driveway, messed it all up, told my grandpa, who went out in the middle of the night to fix it. It was cold, stormy, might even been snowy. Honestly, the story's not so clear. But what we do know for sure is that His dad got pneumonia and passed away a few days later, which left a woman at home with a whole bunch of children. All of a sudden, there is no income. She went to work washing clothes. Now, again, my dad was four years old at the time. Well, my dad had younger siblings. Two, for sure. I've heard stories that there were three, but they didn't survive. They starved to death. There wasn't enough food for all the children in the family. And my dad was actually mom's favorite. So the story's told, always got fed first. And his siblings, well, that didn't sit well with them. So there was always a lot of resentment. So fast forward through all of that. My dad goes to high school. My dad's an amazing baseball player. He is a pitcher and his nickname was Lefty. And my dad was on track to go play big league baseball. He was that good. And World War II came around. And like so many young men of that era, they joined the military. My dad joined the Marines. My dad only has a few stories about being a Marine. One of them was that to get his sea legs, they tied him to the pole on the deck of the ship. And for three days, he vomited night and day. They'd come out in the morning and the evening and spray him down with water and leave him there. 
until he got his sea legs. And when he did, they untied him, and on he went. My dad then went on to fight in the South Pacific as a Marine. And he was in every battle in World War II, except for the first one of Guadalcanal. Now, I didn't know a lot about World War II from my dad, because my dad didn't share a lot of stories about it. And as I got older and learned more about World War II, I completely understand why he probably didn't want to share stories with me. You know, what's interesting as my dad got older, he used to watch all these movies about World War II, and especially the ones where America fought Japan. And I was watching it one day and I said, Dad, the Japanese, they all look so short and so small. And he said, you know what, Barbara? No one looks small when you're looking at them through the end of their gun. And what I found out later was that the Marines were in there first. They were fighting the Japanese elite. The Japanese elite, from what I understand, had to be six feet tall or more. They were physically strong. So they weren't fighting these short, awkward-looking Japanese soldiers, which I came to learn later was just more propaganda, how we were sharing the story of the war. The second story my dad told me was a little more difficult to hear. You see, his best friend was working the ham radio, and his best friend got shot in the head. And in order to survive, my dad had to run over and grab that ham radio and continue communications. It also went on for my dad to share that he became a driver for a general. And he drove the general over to the place where they watched the flag go up on Iwo Jima. And that story always made my dad smile. Now, the impact of the war on my dad, which I didn't understand until later after he had passed, was my dad would not travel outside the United States. I loved to travel. My mom and I traveled all over the place. But my dad would never go. And my dad always said, I don't need to leave the United States. I'm perfectly happy here. And it wasn't until, again, I was older and truly understood the impact that the war experience had on my dad, why he never wanted to leave the United States, because it was safe and he felt comfortable. And he'd seen some of the worst of humanity. And frankly, he just didn't want to deal with that anymore. So my dad, the U.S. Marine, his birthday was yesterday. He would have been 98 years old. We all have people like that in our life. They all have stories. They may not be as intense as my dad's story. They may be more intense. But everyone has stories. And those stories impact how we show up in the world. And when we show up in the world, you know what happens? People judge how we are and who we are. And you know what? Lots of times those people are wrong about you. But we get all upset about it. Like, oh, they're so wrong. They don't get me. They don't understand. Let me fight. Let me try and help them understand who I am. You don't need to do that. Because you know what? The best gift you can give yourself is just let them be wrong about you. Walk away. Smile and know that you are doing what you need to do for you. Now, that doesn't say that you should just 
ignore any feedback that comes to you or that you should ignore what's going on around you or maybe your behavior is having a really negative impact and talk about that and learn and understand. But here's the thing. There's certain ways that you are and that you want to be. And people all have ideas of how you should live and how you should be. And as long as what you are doing is not immoral, illegal, hurting someone else, hurting animals, causing despair, causing pain, as long as none of that, then let them be wrong about you. Just walk away. You know, my dad gave me a lot of gifts, a lot of lessons in life while he was alive and after he passed. And it was through all these stories that I learned so much about my dad. My dad had a passion. My dad loved golf. His life revolved around golf. When my dad was very, very ill, I found out later that people would drive by the parking lot of the local golf course and they would see my dad sitting in the car, just staring at the golf course. He had something he was so incredibly passionate about. And I am sure that passion, when my dad was diagnosed with a terminal illness, was one of the things that kept him alive for a very long time. Because no matter how much pain he was in, he would golf. Granted, people will tell you, he had the worst posture for golf, the worst stance, and the most ridiculous swing there was. But it didn't matter. He didn't care what they said about him. He loved golf. The last lesson my dad taught me is I remember in high school, I heard a story that really disturbed me. So I told my dad about it and I was upset about it. And my dad looked at me and he said, you know what? People are going to do things for reasons that you don't understand and you shouldn't judge them. So what does this all mean? (laughs) What it means is, yeah, I miss my dad. I wish he was here. I wish I could have more conversations with him to understand him better. I wish... I would know more. But I've learned a lot from his friends and acquaintances and people that worked with him and the stories that they shared. But you have an opportunity right now. You have an opportunity to live your passion. Do something that brings you absolute and total joy. And you also have an opportunity to gather with those that you love and appreciate and hear their stories and not judge but listen. Listen to understand. Listen to get what they have to tell you. Listen, because it may fill in some blanks for you. And you may be wrong about them. You may have been wrong about several things a long time. And be willing to share your story. Because people may be wrong about you, too. And you know what? Here's the thing. If they don't accept you for who you are, will you just let them be? You let them be wrong? And you walk away and you smile. Because as long as you are not doing anything that is immoral, illegal, causes despair, causes pain, causes mental anguish, you do what you love. And you be who you are. And if you want to grow, then listen to some feedback from those that you value and trust are giving you great information, but not those that are judging you. So for today, happy belated birthday, dad. I know we had our moment yesterday. And for all of you, 
Take some time to spend time with those that you care about to learn more about them. Share more about you. And if people are wrong, forget about it. Let them be wrong about you and walk away. Have a great day, everyone. And remember, it's your time to push up yourself. Hey, thank you for joining the Push Up the Sun podcast today. This is the place for you to come and explore your passion, rekindle your love with your joy, and discover those things that make you want to push up your sun each and every day so that you can live your best life. Hey, do us a fave, like, comment, share, subscribe, whatever you do, come on back because we got lots more coming. Thanks for joining us.